May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. When my children were younger, they used to help me pull weeds in the garden. As a gardener who loves to grow vegetables, I've been trained to know what's a weed and what's not. My kids, on the other hand, weren't so sure. Their little hands would grab something and then ask, Mom, is this a weed? Sometimes they had an errant weed that needed to be uprooted. Other times they were gripping a tomato plant I had tended all winter in my greenhouse. They needed to learn which plants were valuable and which were expendable. They needed to learn what was good and what was bad. They needed someone wiser to tell them what belonged and what was to be tossed into the compost heap. They had no innate knowledge that some plants were worthy of the garden and others were not. Jesus' parable of the wheat and the weeds today tells a different story, and he talks not about plants, but about God's kingdom. Jesus knows that it is all too human to believe we know who belongs and who doesn't belong in this country, in our neighborhoods, in our churches, in our prisons, and on our deportation lists. Events of the past months have reminded us that we are really good at sorting people, particularly by the color of our skin. The challenges of living together, although physically separated in this pandemic, have amplified these tensions. Voices of protest and hope for renewed equality and justice for all Americans are confused with riots. Partisan politics has invaded the way we might care for one another's health in the midst of the virus. Social media and the constant news cycle encourages a cancel culture when anyone makes a misspeak, even if unintended. We know who the weeds are and we are quick to throw them into fires of judgment. In fact, many of us believe we are doing the world and God a great service when we decide amongst ourselves who gets to belong and who doesn't when we decide what constitutes the wheat, the weeds, and the wheat. We are very much like the master servants in the parable, who see weeds and hurry back to the person in charge. Uproot them, we say, deport them, fire them, we cry, throw them into the fire, we demand. They don't belong. Now, as someone who loves gardening, I have pulled my fair share of weeds, and I understand the servant's attitude. They are ready to blame someone. The master must have planted bad seed. It appears that the field has gotten out of control and that the master is powerless to do much. So it's important to the servants that they let the master know the error of his way. The master's response to his servants is understated, quiet, and surprising. Let them grow together, he says. It's not your business or even my business to go around pulling weeds in this field. 
Let them grow together. The Greek is actually a theomai, forgive. The same word we say in the Lord's Prayer when we say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. This is a gentle rebuke to the servants who try to go around naming what is a weed and what isn't. A rebuke to the servant who tries to tell the master what belongs in the field and what doesn't. The same words we pray to God for us. A theomine. Forgive. Imagine how different our world, even our churches would be, If every time we saw something we think doesn't belong, every time we perceive a weed among the wheat, we took the master's attitude rather than the servant's. Let those that don't belong to each other grow together. Let those who don't fit into each other's neat fields of categories grow together. Let the wheat and the weeds grow together. Forgive us our judgment, our trespasses, our mistakes, as we forgive others. Let them grow together because the line between the weed and the wheat is much blurrier than we'd like to think, if it exists at all. Just as it's our human tendency to judge that turns a plant into a weed or a neighbor into an enemy. So it is that simple cultivation, love, transforms a weed in our eyes into a valued plant. A dandelion in a garden, when cultivated, becomes a delicious salad green. And who hasn't admired a bouquet of dandelions presented by an excited child or grandchild? Cultivation and love transforms. In the master's garden, the master errs on the side of growth rather than punishment. The master is more concerned with everything growing than just the right things growing. But our tendency is to read a great deal of punishment in all this. The eventual burning of the weeds becomes a metaphor for the fires of hell and judgment. The introduction of flames in the last few sentences colors the entire parable for us. But the parable is not simply a promise of judgment. It's really a promise of harvest. And harvest is about feeding people. It's about sustenance. It's about bounty and abundance. When we focus only on the end times, we turn the theological idea of a harvest into something to be feared. A terrible separating of those who belong and those who don't. But that's not what a harvest is about. Harvests bring communities together. Harvests are hard work, but they are to be celebrated, not feared. At the end of the growing season, by the time the harvest arrives, no one is concerned with the weeds anymore. They are thrilled at the bounty and abundance springing from the land. They are eager to cook and to put up food for winter. They are excited about a season's work bringing forth fruit. Weeds are a concern only for those who can't see the joy of the harvest, the bread to be baked, broken, and shared. 
One day the harvest celebration is coming, the master says, and all this business about weeds and wheat will be settled. It's almost an afterthought. A notion designed to help us let go of our desire to judge who is in and who is out. It functions to help us reconsider our desire to uproot, deport, kill, imprison, and send missiles to burn our enemies. It should refocus our attention on the command of the master. Let them grow together. Forgive, the master says. God will take care of the judgment. God will sort it out in the end. We are called to cultivate the world, to love as Jesus loves. Let us stand ready to be that kind of gardener in the world God has given us. Amen.